Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. From baseball's top personalities. The Hall of Famer, one of the great TV broadcasters, Bob Costas is here on A's Cast Live. To the A's legendary players. Five-time Major League Baseball home run champ, Mark McGuire is with us here. You never know what stories you're going to hear. We used to come out here to lunch and run with our shirts off. (laughs) (laughs) You would say. This is A's Unfiltered with Chris Townsend. We have a special edition of A's Unfiltered with old friends, Josh Donaldson, Lou Trevino, and Sean Doolittle. We'll start with my favorite all-time, absolutely love this guy, the MVP, the all-star, and what an A he was. He brought the edge to the athletics back in the day. Our old friend stopped by A's Cast Live. Here is J.D., the great Josh Donaldson. This guy's one of our all-time favorites, obviously, man. Yeah. And Tony, you're the best. Go for it, you guys. How are you? Oh, hanging in there, hanging in there, brother. You know what, man? I got to tell you. It, it's so interesting when you think about coming back here and how much this place loves you and how yeah. much you love it. Yeah. I mean, this is where this is where I came up. This is where it all started for me. So uh, it's always nice to get back in the Bay. Well, you know, I was telling you a story. We were doing uh, our favorite A's, <laughs> and I was doing this whole thing. Who's your favorite A? And, you know, everybody, Ricky, da, 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 da. We're doing favorite A's. And then it gets to me. And everybody's like, oh, who's his favorite? I go, who's my favorite A? No questions, Josh Donaldson. <laughs> JD's my guy. And on the phone, oh, waiting is David Forrest, oh, the, the GM. And we bring him on. Go, David, hey, who's your guy? And he goes, Josh Donaldson is your favorite A. I'm like, you got to realize that's my guy, Josh. <laughs> and it just, your time here was so interesting because was. there was greatness. There was some animosity. There was, yeah. a, it was just, but it, it still is such, when you look back on it, what, no matter what happened, such a good time because you guys won some big games. There's some huge games that we played here that were, you know, uh, 2012 is still one of the craziest years. Uh, I think people will talk about it to where we won the division the last day of the season. I think we came back from, uh, I think it was like 11 and a half down at 13, the break. 13, something like that. Yeah, something ridiculous at yeah. the All-Star break. And to, to come back and, you know, sweep the Rangers for that entire series to win the division was, it was pretty, it was improbable, but kind of symbolized our story for like that entire season to where we got knocked down a lot early on and we were able to fight back and crawl. And, uh, you know, we really had some guys establish themselves for the years coming after that. 
uh, which was which was awesome. You remember how loud and rocking this was? <laughs> place twelve and thirteen against the Tigers. Yeah, man, it was. Uh, you got the drums. You got to, you know, the Oakland fans going crazy. And remember, it was a sellout, and they were trying to get the tarps removed and to have everybody come here. And it was nuts, uh, for sure. One of the louder places in, in the playoffs that I've experienced. So how are things going for you now? You know, just living. We're about to have a baby uh, come out, uh, number two come out in probably about a week or, or really any day now we could get the call. Uh, so excited about that and excited about, uh, you know, the rest of the season. we got a good team over here in New York and um, starting to play a little bit better baseball. Hopefully, you know, we can keep that going. You know, that was the one thing when the A's were back in New York. The expectations were that the Yankees were just going to never lose and never mm -hmm. go through yeah. a downtime and that you guys were going to win more games than anybody else. You're like, at some point there's going to be – it's a roller coaster ride. I know. I know. And then, you know, so at some point you know that there's going to be a down period. But now the big question is how do you get back to that going up the roller coaster? Yeah, I mean, I think throughout the year, uh, you know, to that point when we played you guys, we've been relatively healthy all year long. We've we've had we've taken a few uh, bumps and bruises. We lost a couple key pieces to our bullpen. Um, was able to uh, ma obviously make a trade with you guys and you know to bring Frankie in and um, bring Lou in, who uh, you know Lou's looked really nice the last couple outings out there, and you know to be able to get some other pieces in there that. Um, are playing a significant role for us and, and getting guys back on track in the bullpen that maybe had missed a little time earlier uh, didn't start off great. They're, you know, starting to pitch better. I just look at you in Yankee gear. <laughs> it's I, like, yeah. I, when you first put it on, yeah. how did you feel? I don't know. I, I didn't know. You battled these guys for years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was <laughs> you know, not only for the A's, but, you know, playing in Toronto for, yeah. for so long. And, uh, but I knew the opportunity. It was going to be a great opportunity. Uh, so did I ever see myself putting the Yankee uniform on? I, you know, I'd, probably not. I didn't think that, but it was an opportunity where I felt like, um, uh, you know, once I got that, I was looking forward to it. I can tell you, I was. I remember doing, you know, this talk show when when you got traded, and it was just like, oh god, it was the worst. And I said, watch. He's going to go there, and he's going to flourish. That place is a bandbox, yeah. all those ballparks in the NL East. AL. And uh, AL East said, all you did was go on and not only win an MVP, yeah. you got the most votes for the All-Star yeah. game. Yeah. Just what was Toronto like for you after you left here? Uh, you know, Toronto, coming into that time, Toronto as an organization, it had been a little while since they won. And, um, you know, being able to go to – you know, win the division, that was uh, something that hadn't been accomplished, I think, in like 22, 23 years. And obviously coming from the A's, we won the division twice, and then uh, we probably should have won the division in 14, and kind of some crazy stuff happened where we had a bunch of injuries the second half, and we backed into the wild card game and probably played one of the, you know, craziest wild card games, in my opinion, to, uh, where we had that game kind of unlock and then it fell apart. Um, Going into 15, we were a 500 ball club going into the All-Star break, and we had guys doing their thing in the All-Star break. But I remember when we made the trades uh, for David Price and Troy Tulowitzki and added some arms in the bullpen, and then get Marcus Strobe back in September, like that place was crazy. Like I mean, it was the city was a buzz, and you know we knew every every time we took the field that we were probably going to win the game. That's what we felt like, 
And that was a, kind of a surreal moment for me going into that clubhouse and seeing like now you had names like in there that had had big time success with Tulo, with David Price, uh, Joey Bats, Edwin Carcion. Uh, now you're just looking around, you're like, holy crap, this kind of feels like an all-star team a little bit. And uh, to where when I was at Oakland, we had dudes that made the all-star team, but were more kind of probably known as grinders versus like that type of like superstar. It was a different scenario. Yeah, right, right. But you had a bunch of dudes at 14, you guys all went together. Yeah, we had seven guys make it, and I think that was a quality of how good our, our ball team was. And um, but you you just had like multi-time all-stars, like so many of those guys in, in that lineup and in that clubhouse. What was that like when you got the most votes for the All-Star game? You literally had the country of Canada behind you. It's one thing like, you know, whether you played here or Minnesota or Atlanta yeah. or whatever, you have yeah. a town behind you. Yeah. You had a whole country behind yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, first off, Toronto is the third largest city in North America. I don't think people realize that. And uh, then on top of that, you have the you know the country of Canada that's behind you. And it's, uh, you know, the love and support and, you, you know, truly I like in Toronto, they love athletes and they want to have, want you to have success and to have those people behind you was, it was, it was great. And to, to lead the whole star game in bullets was kind of a surreal moment for me. I know it's crazy. I remember just going, wow, that's mm. a whole different ball game uh, for you at this point got the big contract got the mvp mm -hmm. is it now just it's all just about winning a world series yeah i mean for me that's the only thing that i really I've, I've went to the playoffs numerous times been in you know several alcs games and haven't quite got there yet and hadn't quite finished it off and obviously that's going to be something that's important to me and uh, we feel like we have a good opportunity to accomplish that obviously we're going to need some breaks to go our way and when it comes to that time and um you know, that's, that's, that's when it starts getting really fun. I miss having you on the talk show talking college football. Hey, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, uh, I mean think about it. Think how crazy, okay, in your world of War Eagle and the SEC, mm -hmm. USC and UCLA are in the Big Ten. I mean, the, the whole landscape of college football is so out of whack right now. Texas and Oklahoma <laughs> going to be in the SEC? Uh, yeah, I, I hope. I don't know if they're going to, but I hope they just completely redo the divisions for the SEC uh, with all the new teams and stuff they have. They need to have a realignment for the West and the East uh, because there's no reason really why Alabama and Auburn should be in the same division. Now, you can still play every year and have that the rivalry game. The Iron Bowl. You have that, but you know, now to have Texas, Oklahoma, to where you could kind of put those pieces, one piece on each side or – or maybe have it. I don't know. I think it just needs to be realigned with all the new teams, and it, it kind of the outlook uh, of college football is wilder than ever. And you know, with the NIL deals, and you know, there's just so much money that's being made. And that's what you know, obviously, what everybody's trying to do. I mean, you were living in it not that long ago. Mm -hmm. I mean, did you ever think you could see something like this while you were at Auburn that the SEC – I mean, the SEC is basically a pro league now. No, no. The, way, the, the money they're making, the television contracts, they're, they're essentially the facilities, a pro league. The facilities that these guys have now and, you know, what they have on tap there to access. And, you know, for me, like football guys especially, 
these college guys, I mean, they're literally putting their lives on the line. It's, they're one hit away to where they might not play again. So if they need to make a little cash, like for all the money they're bringing in, I'm all for that. Man, it's great to see you. I know you're busy. I appreciate you stopping yeah, by. Yeah. I've always said it. I've never, no matter what, you've been my guy. Uh, what you did for me in those times when the A's were coming up and what you did for me on the talk show, one of my favorite stories ever was you were going back to Sacramento <laughs> and you called up. My, my call screen was like, this guy says he's Josh Donaldson, that he, yeah. he knows you. And I'm like, yeah, it's J.D., bring yeah. him on. I mean, th those are the – it was so innocent. It was so different, yeah. and it was so fun. Yeah, that was – I should tell one of my homeboys, he's from around here, he came over last night. We were chatting, and I was told we were going over that story again. I was like, man, I'm like <laughs> – I remember I just got sitting down at AAA, and I was listening to you guys on the show, and I'm like, yeah, Josh Donaldson just sent down. Luke Hughes uh, picked up off waivers, and – I'm like, I'm going to call him, man. I called it, and I'm like, hey, I know I just got sent down, but this isn't the last time you've, you've seen me. And I'm like, I'm going to figure it out. Hey, that's just always what I've – I wanted to – partly that was me holding myself accountable for that as well. And like, hey, I'm, this isn't the end, you know. Are we going to see you back at the AT&T anytime soon? Uh, I don't know. I'm on the East Coast, and it's tough – for me to get it's back Pebble out there. Beach, come on. Yeah, well, the last time I played there, I made the cut, and they said they were going to whack some, whack, take one of my uh, strokes away. And I'm like, I'm going against guys that are getting 15 shots around, <laughs> and I'm going to have to shoot eight under on my own ball just to have a chance. And, you know, I'm not doing it. Yeah, those CEOs get a lot of strokes out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to figure that out. <laughs> if I could figure that out, I'd be out there. But, you know, they're giving me two shots around, and these guys are getting 15. That's kind of it's hard to compete against. Well, you know, always here. Yeah, We're always going to love you, man. 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 Around the A's, you're always going to be family to us. I appreciate you. This is where it started, and, you know, always do. I always appreciate getting back. Good luck the rest right. of the way. Thanks, man. And it's hard to believe he just left and he's already back. And he's clean shaven. It was it was weird to see Lou Trevino without facial hair. He looked like he was in high school. Here is the big right-hander. Lou Trevino's back. Are we live right now? We're live right now. Oh, nice. Sit down. Have a seat. How are you? I'm good. How you doing? I'm just, I need to adjust to what you looked like when you were a kid with no <laughs> beard. Uh, I definitely lost... Whatever attractiveness I had, it's, it's gone. <laughs> what was that? What was it like when you shaved it and you looked in the mirror? It was disgusting. I forgot. I realized I had no uh, no chin. You know, it goes mouth, neck, no jawline. So it really, uh, the beard hit it. But, you know, it is what it is. You know, I was thinking about this, and you may not remember, but it was right before you got traded. We didn't, we, we had no idea what was going to happen, right? And I was late coming down the steps. You were coming up the steps. Normally, Lou, what's up? How's it? You know, there's a conversation. I was like, Lou, how you doing? And I kept going. And then you got traded. I went, oh, my God. I felt so bad. And I didn't get to say, like, Lou, what's up? And the next, you know, you were gone. That was rough. I mean, for a lot of fans and everything, you, you, uh, you leaving. I mean, what you meant to this, to this team, I know what it meant to you. It couldn't have been easy. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I let <laughs> I let the fans down a little bit this year with leaving with a six. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Um, but um, but no, it's been the, the years that I've been here, the friendships that I've been able to to have, uh, not only with the front office teammates. I mean, 
I've been able to meet a lot of fans. Like, it's it's definitely different to be in another another uniform, playing for another team in another city. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm, I'm gonna miss I'm gonna miss Oakland. I'm I'm gonna miss all of it. Well, I'm happy for you because yeah, there are times a reset's great. Right, you you go somewhere and now now you're not worried. You're not trying to get everything back in one outing. Now you can get back to being yourself. Have you felt like that in New York? Yeah, I've uh, ironically enough, I, I feel I feel great. Um, I've been as the more I throw, I feel like the better I, I've I've been getting. You know, they've uh, they've had a few tips for me, and and I feel like like, like my old self, like 2018-19 Lou. Um, you know, I feel like uh, I'm 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 getting the cutter back, which was my pitch. That used to be my bread and butter. In the last two three years, I've lost it, and and they've they've been able to show me a, a few things to get that back. And and, and I, I've been feeling better and better. Um, and you know, it's nice to um, it's, it's nice to have have that success that I know I could have. You know, it's it's nice to have that again. And past success is always huge. And I think about one of the greatest moments of your career. Because your family was there, the wild card game, you stepped up huge at Yankee Stadium. How much could you call on that moment for when you got traded and you went out there and started pitching for the Yankees? Uh, I mean, it's definitely it's definitely good to have that success there. You know, it is a smaller bar ballpark. It's very hitter friendly, and and at times, especially with the crowd, you know, it's it's easy to get out of it. But uh, to be able to have the success that I've had at Yankee Stadium, you know, it's it's a good. Um, uh, a reminder of how how good you can be, you know, once you go there, and 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 I've enjoyed it so far. It's been it's been awesome. When you stand on the mound and you look out at right field, you just like just go, really? It's that it's that short? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fly ball. You kind of hold your breath, but uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's I mean, it's like a sandwich to get it out of there. It's nothing. Yeah, I mean, how I feel is how hitters feel when they come here. When they look at all the foul ground, they're like, are you kidding me? This is. This is in play right here, yeah, yeah. you know. So every every stadium has their has their advantages and, and disadvantages, um, but you know I, I I couldn't be I couldn't be more thankful and blessed to to have had had the career that I had here, and and also to to start start my, uh, my the next chapter with with the Yankees. You know I I think about you guys coming here, and you know we were just talking about you know no one wants to hear people complaining about traveling and stuff like that. You guys travel. And such such luxury. But I was talking about for East Coast teams, they love coming out here because you don't have humidity. You can come out and have batting practice, and it's the nice weather. Have guys talked about that since you guys have arrived? Oh uh, yeah, I mean it's it's beautiful out here. You know, California has probably one of, if not the best, weather in, in all the United States. I mean it's it's beautiful year round. Uh, I think the biggest challenge is as an East Coast team is coming out here and having to go back and 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 being on on short sleep. You know, you get sleep, sleep yeah. cycles kind of switch. So you know, when when you're here in the West Coast, it's easy. You know, you know you only have a week out there, and when you go back, you're gonna be fine. But when you go back there and it's three o'clock and it feels like twelve, you know, sometimes that can be tough, especially playing day games. But um, yeah, it, it is. It's nice to not have to deal with the humidity, the sweating. Uh, like, you know, we had our first rain delay. I haven't had a rain delay in, I feel like, years, <laughs> you know. So I, I can I could count on one hand the yeah. amount of times it rained here, you know. It's, yeah. it's, it's just been perfect weather all the time. So it's it's definitely an adjustment, but, you know, it's it's pretty cool. You know, we were asking Josh Donaldson this, and obviously it's been a while since J.D. played here. But, you know, when you think about your time here, you pitched in some big games, some mm-hmm. real big games. Have you had any time just kind of – reflect on your career with the athletics oh yeah absolutely i feel like i i reflect on all the time but there's uh i feel like 
and I could be wrong here and maybe ask me in 10 years, it'll be a different answer. But when you start reflecting on something that you're currently doing, you kind of get stuck in the past. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's, um, it's, it's nice to think about, you know, I mean, if you step back and, and the, f the fact that God's blessed me with the job to play a little, little league game, you know, essentially, that, that's what I get to do for, for a living. But if you get stuck on that, you kind of you kind of lose that edge. You're always, you know, I mean, that's kind of how life is. You know, you kind of you got you got to look for for the next thing. Although you take you do take a step back and you enjoy it, but I feel like I, I won't have the time necessarily to to really step back and look at it until, until my career is over. Because now I'm focused on focused on the next thing. You know, focused on you know hopefully winning a World Series with with the Yankees. So it's uh you know it's. You know, maybe I have a different answer in, in, in 10 years when my career's over. Hopefully, it's 20 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, Hopefully, I'm retired and you're still playing. <laughs> That'd be something. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So, I have to think the big winners beyond just you has to be like your dad and your mom. Oh, yeah. They don't have to stay up late anymore. They can actually watch games at a normal time. Just how... To have their son back on the East Coast, not staying up late, has to be huge for them. My my family and my dad in particular have been super giddy. You know, yeah. like you don't have to stay up till one o'clock because that's when I pitch. One o'clock. All right. My mom's usually asleep. My dad's all right. Hon, hon, get up, get up. You know, and my grandparents are able to go to sleep at a, a decent time now. But you know, it's nice to be able to be home. And if I want to, you know, I, I live two hours from from uh, New York City. So if I wanted to on off, I could just go home and, and see everyone. I have a little niece that and a little nephew. With, you know, I haven't seen them in, you know, ever since I left for, for the season. So it's nice to be that close. And I know with my, my parents, um, they were able to see my, my Yankees debut. Yeah, and we was, saw it. It was great. You yeah. Got to, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we got to work on the handshake a little bit. But, uh, um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was good. It's, it's, it's nice to be back on the East Coast, nice to be close to family, and it's, it's been a real blessing. I mean, not to talk too personally about it, but you've moved to Florida. Yeah. And, you know, you have your life there now, and you'll train in Florida. will make it a lot easier for you. A lot easier. And I don't have to worry about shipping anything. You know, you just make the drive from from, uh, from the east side to the west side, two hours, three hours, whatever it is. It, you know, it makes it definitely makes things easy. Um, but, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm definitely going to miss Arizona. I'm going to miss it here, you know. Again, I, I can't. I can't begin to thank the A's enough for 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 the years that that they've they've given me. I feel like there's there's at times where I know I'm I'm sure if you're a fan you're like what what the heck is this guy still doing up here? Especially some at certain points this year. But to have the A's believe in me, um, you know the, the teammates have been <laughs> talking about the lack of beard. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, just to, to to meet the people that I've met, you know. I, I, again, I know I've said this a lot, but I, I really couldn't be more blessed. You know, God's blessed me beyond what I deserve. So I'm I'm so thankful just to, to to be able to to be able to come back. And it's nice to be able to come back here, not years later. You know, I I feel I was just here three weeks ago. Yeah. You know, so it's good to see everyone again. And yeah, it's just it's it's been it's been fun. Well, you're grateful. It's what makes you a really good guy, and that's why we've always appreciated uh, you coming on this show and. You're real honest. There were some struggles, and you've always owned up to it. You know, some people shy from it. You don't, and I think that's going to help you in New York and throughout the rest of your career because, you know, when you get in, in a big meteor market, they're gonna, if you ever do bad, they're going to ask you about it. you got to well, be a I'll man about it. Well, I'll never do bad. What are you talking about? No, I'll, never, I'll never struggle. Yeah, yeah. It, it, <laughs> you will just be – you're Mariano Rivera, and you're in the next – Exactly. You got the cutter back. Exactly. Is that, by the way, just from, you know, getting into it, when they start 
giving you suggestions? Because obviously when they traded for you, they said, we're going to take him and we're going to try this. Mm -hmm. When you started doing those changes, were you like, wow, I didn't think about that? Or why didn't I think about that? Yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's interesting how I guess I've never had – you know, I've always had one perspective. I've been with the A's for years. You know, yeah. I've been training where I've trained for years, and I've never got different perspectives on things. So to get another perspective and, and thinking uh, different thoughts when it comes to not only pitching, but, the, you know, mechanics, whether whatever it is, you know, I, I got a different perspective. And like I said, I've been feeling better and better and better. So it's nice. You know, I've always known what, what I'm capable of doing. I showed that in 2018 and 19. I'm not saying I had a bad year. Last year I thought I had a pretty good year, but it wasn't up to, you know, my standard. You know, I, I have a tough time accepting me mediocrity. I guess that's why I've all, I'm always trying to get better and better. But um, and I, I feel like I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm arriving to where I, I should have been for the last two, two three years. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for, for the Yankees kind of seeing, seeing the, the potential that I had, and, and I feel like they're, they're going to help uh, exploit it. And I know for for Frankie Montas, he got off to a tough start, obviously, the, the family yeah. uh, problem that he had, and you feel so bad in just a rough way. Uh, last start was better, and because, you know, we're rooting for you guys and would love to see you guys win, and uh, hopefully Frankie, from a mindset, is doing a little better now. Yeah, Frankie's going to be fine. Uh, it's it's one of those things, I mean, you know, uh, from, from a – from an outsider's perspective, I don't think you see you see a guy just go out in the mound and just throw strikes. It's that easy. Well, he threw what eight innings in in, in July, so he's been he hasn't had the, the the consistency when it comes to throwing, and then to throw you know a family loss in in the mix, traveling all over over the place, getting traded. You know he hasn't had that uh, uh, the re repetition that we're used to having. You know, as a baseball player, you come out and throw you throw every single day. You know, I know for me in the All Star break four days sometimes that feels like I haven't thrown for a month and then I sometimes I struggle after the all-star break just because you're used to throwing and throwing and throwing and all of a sudden you stop for four days so he stopped for I don't know two weeks uh, essentially and then started throwing again so I, I mean I wasn't worried about it because the guy is disgusting he's filthy he has some of the best stuff in all baseball and I think last last game he kind of proved that he started to look like himself again and, and I know that, you know, as, as the year goes on, as he gets the consistency when it comes to throwing and everything else, he's going to be just as nasty, if not more, you know, coming down the stretch. Well, I can't thank you enough how good you've been to us for all these years. It's been fun to watch you grow. And what's crazy is we hate the Yankees, and now we got to root for the Yankees because of <laughs> you and Frankie. It's like, no. Like it's like it's one thing if like Bassett gets traded to the Mets, who cares? It's the Mets, right? You get you went to the Yankees, but we got to root for it. I can't tell you how many people have told me that. They're like, you went to the evil empire. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, I'm happy to be here. I don't know what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Pennsylvania people don't love New York. No, as uh, as growing up a Phillies fan, when they beat us in 2019, like that really stung, you know. But uh, no, it's it's yeah, it's 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 awesome. I, again, I, I can't. Beyond thankful. No, hey, listen, thank you for everything. Of course. We'll be rooting for you. Yeah. We'll be rooting for you. That's going to do it for – we're going to end Ace Cast Live today with the great Lou Trevino. How about that? <laughs> Say goodbye to Ace fans. See you guys. Thanks for everything. Our next guest will always be an A's all-time favorite for what he did on the field, what he did in the community, what he still does in D.C., the World Series champion, the All-Star, but even, even bigger than all of that, He's got the biggest heart, the great Sean Doolittle. Sean, are you back? Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. You back? 
I'm back, baby. Yeah, so I was just asking, how are you doing health-wise? What's going on with you with in the Nats? I'm doing great, man. Uh, I appreciate you asking. I, I had uh, elbow surgery uh, about five weeks ago, um, and so far recovery's going really, really good. Um, the training staff here, the medical team has been taking great care of me, and uh, there's a really, really good chance I'm ready for spring training next year. So, um, you know, at my age, it might not be the worst thing in the world to take a year off, get the body right, get a new elbow, and uh, be ready to rock and roll for a few more here down the stretch. So, um, it, as far as the team goes, it's it's been a bit of a tough year, man. Um, you know, we're in we're in a bit of a uh, transitional stage. Um, you know, the, that World Series team, um, you know, obviously is no longer here and, and traded Soto. Um, but you can start to see you can start to see a really exciting core of, of young guys that that are you know starting to get regular playing time and take advantage of that opportunity. So um, we have an awesome group, man, and and um, you know you can start to see that there, there's a bright future here. I like to hear that because I thought, you know, when you guys were going through that process of winning the World Series, there was so many different former A's that we were so rooting for you guys. It was a, ama- <laughs> I mean, I mean, God, we're having Chip Hale on all the time, you know, Kurt Suzuki, you. I mean, it, it was it was a lot of fun to watch, and baseball in D.C. just looked fantastic. So for where you are in your career. To have another shot at it, especially the haul that you guys got from the Padres, that could be exciting not too far down the road here. Yeah, I mean, baseball is weird, right? It can be it can be very cyclical, um, you know. And and the, the organization here and with the Nationals, uh, we definitely went uh, we definitely went all in and we went for it, um, you know, to try to win a World Series and. Um, you know, now we're in the we're in the process of you know rebuilding and, and getting back to that standpoint. And um, the young talent that we got, like we, we like C.J. Abrams is here. He's he was one of the the guys we got from San Diego, young shortstop. Um, and uh, man, he is fun to watch. He's silky smooth defensively. He absolutely flies on the bases. Um, you know, like he's one of the guys, you know, uh, Cabert Ruiz, the, the guy we, kid we got behind the plate who we got from the Dodgers in the, in the Scherzer and Turner deal. Um, I mean, switch hit and catcher um, has an absolute rifle behind the plate. Um, young kid, he, he really wants to learn and, and, and get better at handling the pitching staff. Uh, Josiah Gray, who also came over in that trade, um, I mean, he's. He, I mean, he has a chance to be really, really special on the mound. He's an awesome kid. Um, so yeah, I, I, it's it, it's a transition period for us. Um, you know, teams go through it. You know, all across the league, and but you can start to see, man, the 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 future here is bright. So, looking at your surgery, you didn't have full Tommy John, correct? Correct. I was very lucky, and I was able to avoid a full Tommy John reconstruction. I I got a procedure done that's called um, an internal brace. Um, so based on based on where the tear was in the UCL, um, and um, the fact that it wasn't a full tear, um, it was a very significant partial tear, um, but it wasn't clean all the way through. Uh, I was a candidate for this procedure, and. It's a relatively new procedure, um, but it's it's about half the time of a Tommy John 
recovery. Um, wow. It's a Tommy John's taken anywhere from 12 to 16 months. This is more of a five to seven month recovery window. And that puts me in a really good spot to be ready to rock and roll for camp in, in February. That is great news because, you know, I, I think about your, your terrific career being an all-star, a world champion, where we are in baseball. We need more relievers than ever before. I mean, you get a new arm. I don't know how I don't know how you want to play, how long you want to play, but if you get a new arm there and you're left-handed, I mean you could be in this game a long time. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking, man. I've never been I've never been afraid to wear out my welcome, you know. Um, <laughs> I've never been good at like knowing like when it's time to leave, uh, whether it's like a party or anything else. Um, but I'm thinking like, you know, I'm 35 right now like this gives me a year to get my body right. This yeah. gives me a year to to really, you know, have a new elbow. Uh, and, um, you know, I still have the energy and the passion to put the work in on a daily basis to do the off-season routines and, and keep my body in good shape. And, um, you know, I still have a ton of fun coming to the yard every day. So, um, you know, I'm really hoping this buys me, you know, a little bit more on the back end. And um, you never know. Um, but uh, it was something I was going to have to get fixed um, if I was going to have a chance. So I'm doing everything I can, and, and I'm having fun doing it. So, um, you know, fingers crossed. As they said, Moneyball sounds like an Oakland a- Oakland athletic already. I could see you back here pitching for the green and gold. <laughs> you kidding me? Hey, man, I'll tell you what. Like, if there's one thing I know that the game has a uh, – a, a weird way of, of working, working itself out like that. You never know, man. I was, I was so happy uh, to, to be able to come back, even though I was coming back as a visiting player last year when I was with Seattle. Um, Cause I mean, that was the first time I'd, I've been back there since I got traded. Um, so, I mean, you never know. And um, you know, it, who knows what'll happen, but um, you know, I'm just going to do everything I can to, to keep playing and, it's given me almost a new appreciation for the game, um, a new passion for the game. When, when it gets taken away from you because of injury, sometimes you, you reevaluate and you remember, you know, really how special this opportunity is to, to play Major League Baseball. And I want to do it for as long as I can. So I'm going to get my body right and see what happens. And also a key with keep playing, for you and your wife and all the great work that you guys do it also still helps that you're in uniform, wouldn't you say, to be able to do the things that you do, right? <laughs> yeah, man. You know how it goes. Like, when you're not playing anymore, like, you know, people aren't asking for your autograph. They're not asking for your time and stuff. Like, the game, you know, it, it, it passes you by a little bit for sure. And, um, you know, but, but to me, like, that's all part of this experience, right? Like, I, I want to get every part of the experience of being – a major league baseball player, you know, I want every bit of that, that I can, I want to soak it all up. I want to do as much as I can while I have this opportunity. So, um, for me, like it's, it's, it's all tied together and, um, you know, I love doing it. It's super rewarding. Um, we've had a blast and, uh, you know, like I said, but I think both of us, my wife and I, I don't think she's ready for me to be around the house full time yet either. (laughs) Um, so I think we want to keep it going as long as we can, man. So in this time where you're able to not only throw again, rehab, feel good, 
How do you think this time will help you in creating or refining your secondary pitches? I think, well, the one, the one good thing about the, the little bit I pitched in the beginning of this year, I, I, I did pitch in five games right at the beginning of the season after, uh, after camp and uh, in April. Um, the, the breaking ball that I worked really hard on in the offseason um, was really, really effective. Um, and it opened, up, it opened up the fastball um, so much. It, it made, made things a lot easier, um, you know, trying to sequence pitches and put a game plan together. Um, so I know it's in there now. Um, and I know, you know, kind of what the cues are for me and things I need to uh, focus on and think about when I'm trying to execute a breaking ball. Um, so, you know, so that's good. I know that's, that's in there somewhere. Um, but I, I mean, this, this time, you know, I've been, I've been trying to help any way I can right behind the scenes. And, and, um, I sit in the, during the the home games, I sit in the dugout. I got, I got the dugout iPad, um, next to me all the time. And I'm, I'm looking at, at our pitchers and the way that, that they're moving down the mound, what, what they might look like mechanically, um, what they're, what sequences they're trying to execute, you know, from a, from a game plan standpoint. And I'm trying to give these guys feedback and, um, you know, so like, I, I think that keeps the, the, the pitching part of my brain, it keeps it very active. And, and the more conversations I have with, with our guys about it, you know, I'm constantly learning new things uh, from them as well. So it's absolutely a give and take and it, and it's given me some some ideas to think about and some stuff that I, I think I might want to try when I get to you know pick up a ball in October and start throwing again you know you you have so much knowledge about this game from a standpoint of your career I don't know how much you've thought about this but you know coming up as a top prospect and a hitter and a first baseman then a pitcher and a world champion and an all-star We've had this conversation with Stephen Vogt about whenever that time is, you know, you can do a lot of different things, broadcasting, there's business, there's all these different things, but there also is still the love of this game and staying in the game, coaching, managing. So I think about your path and everything you could offer from a hitting standpoint, a player st- position player standpoint, a pitching standpoint, have you thought about life after baseball and maybe staying in uniform? Absolutely. I, I, I think just based on you, – you mentioned a lot of the good things about my career, the, some of the cool things that I've been able to be a part of and accomplish. But there's also been a lot of times where I was on the injured list. Um, there have been times that, you know, where I've been – I haven't performed well and I got designated for assignment. There's been – there's been ups and downs throughout the whole process. And when you're in those downs, sometimes you reflect a little bit and you think about um, maybe some other ways that you could stay in or around the game. And um, shoot, man, if, if vote, if vote is going to manage, um, I would, you know, drop whatever I'm doing. Um, if he ever wants a pitching coach or a bullpen coach or, um, you know, some kind of uh, assistant, um, I would do whatever. Uh, he he asked if if uh, if he was calling, uh, but uh, I really don't know, man. I, I I would love to be able to stay involved with the game in some capacity, um, but beyond that, I haven't given it a ton of specific thought into what that would do. I I think I could slide into a couple of different roles and 
And um, but I don't know. I, I'm very passionate about this game, and and it's it taught me so much about myself and about life. But I, I would love to be able to to pass that on and and you know uh, pay it forward. I don't think A's fans could handle that. Wherever you and Vote would go, everybody would be like, <laughs> Stephen Vote's the manager and Do is the pitching coach? That would be, I mean, come on. That would be incredible. You know what? Next homestand, I'm going to play him this audio and see if we can get that rolling. And when you talked about dealing with adversity, yeah, I mean, for years on my talk show, well before we'd ever met you, we had you penciled in as the future first baseman for the A's. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I mean, man. Baseball has a weird way of working itself out sometimes and bringing things full circle. Like, you never know, man. It, it, it teaches you to be flexible and it teaches you to adapt and, and uh, you know, it teaches you to be humble. Um, it teaches you humility. Um, so I've gotten a heavy dose of a lot of those things. I think it's changed my perspective on a lot. And, um, you know, thinking about the future, like I, I, I think those are all things that that I could – help teach guys, um, you know, on top of some of the baseball stuff. So, um, yeah, I absolutely love, you know, when I'm working with our guys here, we have a young group that they're hungry. They want to learn. Um, uh, I did get my 10 years of service time this earlier this year. So they have to listen to me when I talk now, which is nice. Um, so, um, so I, I love that part of it. It's it, it's been a huge help for me too during this rehab process to be able to stay involved with them as well. So I guess it's not completely selfless, but um, I, I just I, I I have a passion for it and and I love uh, sharing that with other people. Well, I'll tell you what, because of your gratitude, your humility, your love for people, all the stuff that's been tough turned into gold for you and a great career. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm serious. I mean, you you are, when we think of all the different great people that have come through Oakland, salt to the earth, what, what, what you have done for so many different people out of your own love and heart is the reason why you've had this great career and you're going to keep having it. And we just want to say thank you for stopping by. Uh, I love the idea of bringing you back in the green and gold. But until then, we'll be rooting for you <laughs> with the Nationals. Be well. Tell your wife we said hello. And uh, take care. And can't wait to talk to you next time. That's awesome. Thank you, Townie. I appreciate you having me on. It's good talking to you again. See you, buddy. The great Sean Doolittle. We'd like to thank Josh Donaldson, Lou Trevino, and Sean Doolittle for stopping by A's Cast Live. Now back to A's Cast, powered by iHeartRadio. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.